The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss regional banks, the Fed, and Apple earnings. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. It was another tough week for regional banks. Let's look at who's in the news, why, and what comes next. On Sunday, San Francisco-based First Republic Bank was bought by J.P. Morgan Chase after the FDIC seized the bank in what is, to date, the second largest bank failure in history. The only larger bank failure was Washington Mutual, which collapsed at the height of the 2008 financial crisis, which was also taken over by J.P. Morgan in a similar government-orchestrated deal. J.P. Morgan paid $10.6 billion for First Republic's 84 branches, which includes the bank's $92 billion in deposits and $203 billion in loans and other securities. First Republic's demise was, in part, due to its strategy of luring clients with low-cost mortgages and attractive savings rates in order to sell them on higher-profit businesses like wealth management and brokerage services. In return, clients rarely defaulted on their loans and parked substantial sums of money in the bank that could be lent out elsewhere. This strategy backfired once depositors started pulling out their money at a quick pace, to the tune of an astonishing $100 billion in the first quarter alone. On Tuesday, renewed speculation that trouble is brewing at other regional banks sent shares tumbling, including those of California-based PacWest and Arizona-based Western Alliance. However, shares rebounded strongly today to end a roller coaster week for the stock prices of regional banks. What next for the banking system? More to come at the end of this episode, which you won't want to miss. On Wednesday, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by an anticipated quarter of a percentage point. The Fed has now raised borrowing costs at 10 consecutive meetings, pushing its benchmark rate between 5 and 5.25%. Interestingly, the Fed changed its policy statement language by dropping the term anticipates when regarding the need for further rate increases. All eyes are on what comes next for the Fed with the three big questions being, are they done raising? If the Fed stops raising rates, how long will the pause be? And finally, how aggressively will rates eventually fall? The answers to these questions will depend on upcoming economic data, primarily inflation and jobs reports. Continued sticky inflation and a red-hot jobs market will put pressure on the Fed to raise again. A slowing economy suggests less pressure to raise, but a contracting economy 
increases the likelihood of rate decreases. Right now, the market still thinks that rate decreases are coming this year. Jerome Powell pushed back on those expectations, saying that such a move was unlikely. Quote, We on the committee have a view that inflation is going to come down not so quickly. It will take some time. In that world, if that forecast is broadly right, it would not be appropriate to cut rates this year. End quote. Apple stock increased after releasing better-than-expected results. Apple benefited from strong iPhone sales and inroads in newer markets, including India. Admittedly, Wall Street set a low bar of expectation for Apple to clear. Reported net income was just over $24 billion during the quarter, compared to $25 billion a year earlier. Total revenue was 3% lower than the prior quarter, and while iPhone revenue increased 2% during the quarter, MacBook and iPad sales came in lower than expected. Apple did report that its board authorized $90 billion in share repurchases and dividends. Apple also raised its dividend by 4% to $0.24 cents a share. Shares were up about 5% on the news and are up almost 40% year-to-date. Continuing the pandemic-era policy of limited forward guidance, CEO Tim Cook said that Apple was not planning on layoffs like those seen at other big tech firms. Quote, I view that as a last resort and, so, mass layoffs is not something that we're talking about at this moment. End quote. Outside of earnings, Apple is preparing to host its annual conference, where the company is expected to show off its highly anticipated augmented reality and virtual reality headset. The device, whose official existence is yet to be confirmed, could provide Apple with another revenue stream and increase competition in the still young but growing market for AR-VR headsets. Next week, we interview a former FDIC bank examiner who is currently a consultant to regional banks. You won't want to miss that discussion on the health of the banking system. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week. Thank <laughs> you.